Oh my god, hi. Hi. <laughs> I missed you. I missed you too. It's been a long time. I'm feeling so chaotic. Really? Yeah. Because I'm like out of practice. Practice? What did you just say? I'm out of practice for oh, doing this. I thought you said practice. Oh, no. Apparently I'm out of practice, too. You're out of practice listening to me. Yeah. You haven't remembered what my voice sounds like. I gotta focus in. Yeah, Hannah and I had a bye week for the holidays, and now we're recording a little late. <laughs> for Happy episode 11. <laughs> yeah. Um, shall we crack into these? Yeah. Um, do you want me to do yours? Yeah, actually, Hannah is going to have to do mine for me. That's for, oh, because that's for um, I did my nails yesterday and they're after you. Sure. Thanks. <laughs> they're paper thin from having dip on before um, and but they're long and I want to preserve the length. So I am trying to tread lightly with with things that concern my nails. Cheers. Salute. Salute. That's um, good. It's been a that's while. That's crisp. It is crisp. I like the color red that you've chosen. Thank you. I actually, um, it's not my favorite. Really? I had to throw away my favorite red. Is it more orangey, your favorite it's red? It's more like cherry, like bright mm. red. This is more like a darker Christmassy blood red. Yeah. Um, But you know, I'm a red nail girl, so. Yeah, red is your go-to when it comes to nails. Will you please explain why that is? Um, Okay, throwing me under the bus in the first two minutes of the episode, slay. Um, I think it's fascinating. Yeah, it's really weird. Um, I will give a trigger warning for actual blood and horror <laughs> here, but I read American Psycho. This is about as weird as it's going to get, you guys. So I'm just really... It, and this is the book, not the movie, so yes. it's different. I read American Psycho when I was in high school. It came in a list of recommendations from another book I loved called Survivor by Chuck Palahniuk, which is a satire on fame, and it's wonderful. Um, all of my friends listening to this who are like, Kimmy doesn't read. Well, bitches, there you go. It's just the um, two in high school. That's I it. have a favorite book, and I did read it when I was probably 15, but alas. Um, at the end, when I finished it in my Kindle, it recommended American Psycho. And I was like, oh, I don't know if anyone has read American Psycho, but it is a lot more pornographic than it is horror-themed. And I didn't realize this, obviously, in the beginning when I started reading it. And then as I got through it, I was like, oh, shit, this is, like, really vulgar. Anyway, I remember the main character. What's uh, – Jason – what's his name? I don't even remember. Patrick. Patrick Bateman? Yeah. yeah okay. Patrick Bateman kept describing, like, the hottest girls he could find as girls with red nails. And there's a there's one scene in the book where, like, if you want to go Google it, it is graphic as hell. And I'm sorry. And I don't know why this had such an effect on me as, like, a 16-year-old. But I was just like, I have to have red nails for the rest of my life if I want to be hot. Fair. Um, the scene is absolutely disgusting. But... It really influenced me. And so now I always have red nails. I always feel like the hottest and like the sexiest when I have red nails. I love that. Particularly I... long red nails too. Yeah. I mean, red has always been a color associated with like sex. Yeah. Like historically, if, even when you think about ads and yeah. like all that psychology. Mm -hmm. um, but I, I do need to mention, I saw a TikTok yesterday or today 
about the red nail theory. Yeah, it's not it's not new. It's been going around for like a couple of years. Yeah, and the psychology also in with the red nail theory is nothing new either. But basically, the theory is that um, a lot of guys maybe had moms or teachers or mothering type figures growing up that had red nails because it was a really popular color for nail polish in the 90s and like early 2000s um and so there's the (laughs) psychology obviously oedipus rex and freud and well and this is everyone loves this yeah yeah as we've mentioned before um is that (laughs) men find women with red nails attractive nowadays when they're older because they obviously want to fuck their moms and they're looking for a mother (laughs) figure um so do with that as you will. I'll but I you. thought that was a very interesting uh, That was take. actually the first time I had heard of red nail theory as it is associated with like men re- being reminded of their mothers. Mm-hmm. In the past, I know that the influencer Bridget, and I don't know her last name because her handle on everything is literally just Bridget, had red nail theory in terms of like getting engaged. Like girls who oh. were like on the precipice of maybe getting proposed to would go get a red manicure and then like the week later would just get engaged. Interesting. And so it was this whole like good luck, like manifest getting engaged thing, which is um not why I like having red nails. But yeah. that was the red nail theory, quote unquote, that she popular la- popular what? Slowly popularized. There it is. Holy shit. Um, that word in like the last two to three years during COVID. Yeah. So okay. I haven't heard that one, but so there's a lot of red nail theories, and I so far am the only one who has associated it with American Psycho. So <laughs> I'm sure there's others out there. We just have yet to find them. I should post about it on Reddit. I'm sure there's another weirdo out there who like someone's already beat read you to that it. book at a really pinnacle time in their lives and was just yeah. like, oh, this is the only way I'll ever be attractive to men. Yeah, it's like people who read Twilight and then decided to be like super like twitchy and like shy and like look down <laughs> yeah. all the time. Yeah, interesting. Uh, interesting theories take. out there. Interesting takes. Yeah. Um, I don't really, I, you know, I don't love sharing mine cause it's so weird. And I, my biggest fear is someone Googling, you can Google it, whatever. I recently looked up like the excerpt that Patrick Bateman is talking about red nails in and it's like absolutely horrific. I love that movie by the way. I, I think I need to read the book. The book is good. It's just like, I wish I would have read it in my twenties and not in high school. I think because I saw the movie for the first time as someone who's worked for a corporate America in their twenties. Mm-hmm. And so I think it is just like, it's, it's funny. Yeah. Cause it's supposed to be like the it's satire on of toxic masculinity. Yeah, yeah. And the toxic work culture that was working on in finances and on wall yeah, street. On wall street. Yeah. We don't have to talk about American psycho all the time. But. Well, I, I can spin from there. Speaking of finances, the reason I got my nails, I didn't get my nails done. And I did them myself is because I'm poor now. Why? Because I bought Louboutins yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> what kind? Um, they're just black patent leather pumps. I have been eyeing them for years. Okay. And um, December is a really bad month to have decided that I need them now because, as we all know, it is gifting season. But also really great deal season. Yeah, I did things. get them like 25% off, which is pretty unheard of. That's for nice. a designer item. Yeah. Um, I'm really excited. They'll be here in a week. Wow. I'm going to wear them to Nutcracker and some of our holiday festivities, hopefully. I went into the store yesterday to try them on because another thing that sucks about designer clothes um, 
in addition to it being so expensive, is that the sizing is whack. Oh, yeah. So their shoes typically run a half to a full size small. I ended up going a full size and a half up wow. in their heels. So I'm normally like an eight and a half. I bought these heels in a 10. Okay. Which is interesting because I'm like, what if you're a size 10? You're a size 14. I don't know. Do they make like 12, size 12 women's shoes? Maybe. I don't know. Do designers believe in larger sizes anymore? Probably not. Yeah. Yeah. I will say I did see my first piece of designer <laughs> anything that like mm-hmm. I actually really want. Okay. I'm so excited. What was it? It's, I think it might actually be Louis Vuitton maybe. I don't know. It's those oh, shoes. Oh, Louis Vuitton. Oh, it's yes. Louis Vuitton. Yeah. Okay. I was like... It's something like that. I was like, maybe it's YSL. I was like Frenchish, but the yeah, the Louis Vuitton um, shoes where it's like supposed to look like you're wearing shoes with yeah. like your leg, the illusion effect or whatever they're calling them. It's like them. a knee high boot. They also have ankle cut. <laughs> no way. Yeah, that's so funny. So it has like a skin tone, a sock, and a black shoe, but the whole thing is the shoe. So you can yeah. get it knee high, so the skin tone goes up to your knee, or you can have a little ankle cut of the yeah. skin showing. They're like Polly Pocket boots. It's very camp, yeah. and I know everyone else is like, kind of like, what the fuck? Why are they releasing this? But I'm like, this is for me. Yeah, this they is are... my time. <laughs> I was so surprised. I saw that influencer that you sent review them mm-hmm. and she was she pulled out the box and it was Louis Vuitton and I was like Louis Vuitton is making these they're like knee-high boots printed with leg so that it looks like you're yeah. wearing pumps only it's Polly Pocket is a great description yeah it's like heels printed on a knee-high boot it's just great and it is a heeled boot too. yeah I don't know it's just like so out there and wacky and I'm like that is me it's my is time there... to get into designer I have a quick cue okay is there only one skin tone there's two that oh. I saw. Oh, that's super inclusive. There might be more, but there's a dark <laughs> one and then like the light one. Okay. So I guess if you were like <laughs> I olive can't skin, wait there's for the something internet in between. to get a hold of that. <laughs> well, I think everyone's just kind of obsessed with the concept right now because it's so ridiculous to all of the girls who are typically yeah. into like the looks. Meanwhile, makeup companies are creating like 800 shade foundation lines. Not all of them. Yeah. And yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it's my time to start breaking into designer um, fashion. So if you see me wearing those boots, mind your business. I you definitely robbed someone at gunpoint for them. Maybe they'll make knockoffs on Shein in like two weeks. I can't wait. Yeah. I'll make my own. That's always a fun like time when Amazon or like Shein finally gets a hold of yeah something that's gone absolutely viral and you're just like, hell yeah. It's, it's like probably a similar quality. It's like when Elf <laughs> drops skincare. Yeah, and, yes. and makeup and you're like oh great now I don't have to spend like 40 to 50 dollars on this product I can spend max 12 our elf products okay. your numero uno beauty hack no I think it depends on the product um as well that like depending on what the price is like for the super goop dupe yeah wow what a rhyme um I'm like I don't know if I would have ever picked that out for myself mm-hmm. um but like some of the like the the primer that they have that's like the milk makeup one love it that is it's sitting on my vanity right there yeah, yeah and I did try the milk makeup one and it's I mean it's not one for one but right. it's really close yeah and it's a fraction love. tiny fraction of the cost like that I think is like seven dollars an elf and I think it's like 40 20 to, yeah depending yeah. on the size yeah um, for milk so I'm like okay some of those things are good but like yeah. 
you know, I don't know if all the powders are there for them. Yeah. But. Interesting. Certain things. I love I just, love I love a good, a good dupe. Mm-hmm. I'm not like, I mean, I know I just bought designer shoes, but that was like a treat. It was like a little gift yeah. to myself. But it, otherwise, I'm fine. But like, I don't need my clothes to be. And it all, it all, all bothers me too, because some things that are marketed as more like upscale or exclusive mm-hmm. i mean not all like designer products necessarily but yeah. like an upscale whatever the quality is yeah it, that's what it comes down to where i'm like makeup clothing whatever beauty if the quality is going to be about the same and i'm going to spend like double the price yeah why there's a guy on on um tiktok who takes really high-end designer clothes and bags specifically is is the content i've seen and tears them to shreds and like assesses the I've stitching and the quality of the leather mm-hmm. and like everything down to the hardware and how nice the zipper is. Like, and it's always so interesting when he's like, This like Lueve bag was like seven grand. And he's like, My, I guess, audit of it would be like one or two. And you're just like, yeah. That's insane. And it proves that you are paying for a name exactly and it's like am I actually paying for quality at that point because if I'm going to drop you know a thousand dollars or more on something yeah especially something as like a fashion product where the cycle yeah so relevancy and everything which by the way is why I bought black pumps (laughs) that's how I feel I'm like if it's something that I'm going to cherish forever and like to me would be great and or it's like a silhouette or something classic that'll never go out of style. So yeah. I'm like it either speak to me perfect per- personally. Wow. Um, and perfectly. And perfectly. I said perfectly say sentences out loud. <laughs> if the inanimate objects aren't talking, I don't want it. I think those boots could talk. Those boots are made for talking. <laughs> yeah. And that's just what, what they do. do. <laughs> anyway. Mm. Um, but I guess speaking of like all of this beauty and stuff, yeah, um, yeah, girl, your skin's been looking really great lately. Thanks. It actually feels so bad today. That's so crazy. You say that. That's crazy. I woke up with like all these little pimples around my. Um, this is a really lovely conversation for our listeners, but I woke up with all <laughs> these little pimples like right here, and I must have. I had around this, the edge of her mouth. Yeah, I had like this era where I had really sensitive skin to the point where if I was eating a salad and the like piece of lettuce with any type of oil-based dressing on it brushed my skin where contact was made I would break out immediately interesting like by the end of the meal I would have like little whiteheads oh wow and the those these two that I got I woke up with this morning feel like that mm-hmm. I'm like what did I eat yesterday I'm like trying to remember like what I got on my skin so I don't know but um yeah thanks I my favorite beauty hack okay lately has been I was literally just telling you and Audrey about this before we started filming. I have started taking The Ordinary, so another basically dupe brand. It's Mm -hmm. like cheap skincare. I've been taking their glycolic acid toner solution, and I literally put it on my body, everyone, from head to toe. For body breakouts or I No, I knock on fucking wood. I don't get body acne. Okay. But... Well, actually, that's a lie. I get butt acne. And can we be oh, real about that for a second? I have so much, like, acne on my body. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like, butt cheek specifically is what for, I'm getting at here. I do. I have that, too. Yeah. And K- I get KP on my butt as well. <laughs> can the men just, like, so skip the crazy. next yeah. two minutes of this? Because I'm, I'm perfect and I definitely don't get acne on my butt. But yeah. um, 
I started actually using that glycolic acid toner for that purpose. Mm-hmm. And then I get KP on the back of, which is keratosis paralysis. Per, paralysis. Essentially. <laughs> Just, I paralysis of how good I look. Um, Ooh. Stunned with beauty. It's like basically, I think it's also called strawberry skin, chicken skin. It's like the tiny little red bumps. Red bump. it, and sometimes it's like not super bumpy. It's just little red just like dots. dots. Yeah, I have it on my arms. Um, mm-hmm. I get it on my arms, my inner thighs. I started using it for that as well. I will say I haven't noticed a pigmentation change, but mm-hmm. the like the raisedness, texture. the texture has gotten better. Um, but yeah, I love the glycolic acid solution. I say, I will say on your face in the winter, I don't use it as much cause it's super drying mm-hmm. and harsh. Um, it's an acid, so very exfoliating, but I think it has made my skin from head to toe so much softer. I have stopped. I did not get butt acne a single time this summer, like wow. literally not one time. And I usually like, I mean, when you go out and you're in jeans or leggings and you sit for a while and you're sweating, I'm like, that's when I would break out. Mm-hmm. Not once this whole summer, and I also have been using it on my underarms. Oh. And I swear to God, I stopped smelling. Interesting. Like, it has helped with BO, and obviously, like, I wear deodorant, but I could not wear deodorant. Probably just, like, really exfoliating out some extra skin cells or something. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. I got that toner... Oh, once upon a time, maybe it was last year mm-hmm. for my back acne. Yeah. A lot of my breakouts are hormonal, but mm-hmm. not all of it is. And so it's like, if I can help prevent any of this, yeah, you know, um, it just felt really sticky on my skin. Yeah. I didn't like it. it and I didn't notice a help. It helped really either. It's not. With mine, personally. Um, yeah. It's not really the most comfortable thing to put on. Mm-hmm. My routine is to get out of the shower. I immediately put it on out of the shower mm-hmm. and then I'll like do some face skincare, like gua sha, brush my teeth, whatever. And then I will put on body lotion. Yeah. So I feel like the lotion kind of like seals it in, but also gets rid of that sticky feeling. Interesting. So yeah, I yeah. didn't have that luck with it, but I mean, everybody's different. Yeah, I think that's my biggest beauty tip right now. Yeah, mine is when I discovered vitamin C serum and just vitamin C products, my skin somehow loves that shit. I don't use vitamin C, which is crazy because I'm like obsessed with skincare. Yeah. Um, And we can take this offline. But one of yeah. my skincare New Year's resolutions is to fix like my redness because mm-hmm. I feel like I've addressed like all of my other skin issues and I'm ready to like take the step. To that one mm-hmm. and I feel like vitamin C helps with pigmentation so I can give you some racks of what I started with versus yeah. like what I use now amazing do you have any other new year's resolutions I haven't thought about my new year's resolutions yeah that's I, the only one I've thought of to be fair um, I literally was talking with my psychiatrist today about like goal setting and stuff and I was like it's just hard to like picture the future yeah as someone whose mind works very like I'm if I have an example or a rubric, then I can think more outside the box, which sounds yeah. so stupid. But, like, I, yeah, if I yeah. don't know, I just, like, so I'm, like, I'm working on, like, two weeks to a month away, maybe, at that point. Hannah and I's homework will be to talk about New Year's resolutions on the next episode when we can have time to think about <laughs> Yeah, I kind of sit and think of this one. I know. Yeah. I just want to get rid of my redness. Well. That's it. Well, I guess, um, speaking of tips, we can get into some tips for tips? men. Yeah, your, your booty hacks. Oh, <laughs> just the tip, please. 
Um, Tips for men? Yeah, I think we can start talking about men now. <laughs> Everyone's favorite part of the episode. Yeah. I Tips just... for men. Um, are we going to tell men what to do? No, I've just been noticing something uh, in the last like month and a half. Okay. If I'm swiping on an app. Mm-hmm. Um, when I'm swiping on an app, there are a lot of men who use somewhat, not necessarily outdated looking, but you can tell oh. the pixel quality isn't there. Mm-hmm. It was taken or, on a potato. Or like they're wearing like a polo and like maybe like a puka shell necklace or something. And <laughs> not I'm like, the puka shell. Like, was this on your MySpace page? <laughs> It's like the pursed lips and the sideways yeah. peace sign. Yeah, and it's like oh, a sideways hat, perhaps. You know, like the age might be like 32 or 33. And I'm like, this looks like, mm-hmm. I mean, it's you in the photo, but your hair is a little longer. There's a chance it was taken on an LG chocolate. Yeah. <laughs> and actually, there's a reflection in the mirror because it's a mirror pic. Yeah. So you can, no. It was a um, razor. Yeah, like I saw someone even yesterday, I was just like bored swiping and somebody's like popped up and I'm like, this looks like a high school graduation. You're like 27 years old on Hinge. Yeah. Why is your high school graduation picture in here? Oh my God. I just, it, yeah. it blows my mind. Anyway, so I'm not saying you have to have like a picture that's from like last week, but yeah. you know, like maybe in the last three years yeah would be great I feel like I was really bad at updating my pictures Mm -hmm. like I would use them and I would be like oh this is definitely from like four years ago yeah but I I mean like did I do I really look that different not really and honestly sometimes the four I think like one picture if it's like four to five years ago isn't terrible yeah I'm like we had good pandemic content that's not just gonna sit yeah (laughs) Um, but there, it's Give just it FaceTime. <laughs> I literally just like sit there and I'm like, I, I also am very paranoid that like someone's gonna be like, you don't look like your pictures. Yeah. Same. And so I'm always like, they have to be the most recent that I possibly can make them. We talked about this on a previous episode. We how totally one of my did. guy friends was like sending me pictures of girls he's going on dates with. And I'm like, bro, this literally like has Facetune watermarked in the bottom right hand corner. Exactly. I'm like, her teeth are radiating white. The whites. Of, I'm like, how did you not notice this? And he's like, I had no idea. Yeah. And I'm like, well, you will when you see her in person. Yeah. <laughs> it's so I, I. Yeah. Anyway, I'm just like always hyper aware of it for myself. So I think sometimes I can also again when it's like pixelated and you look like ten years younger than your other photos. Yeah. Like, yeah, and it's obvious. not supposed to be, like, a quintessential throwback, right. like, prompt or something yeah. for it. Anyway, Listen, advice to men. Uh, I am... Don't post your MySpace photos as your profile picture. Unless it's ironic. Yeah. And I want to caveat. I am pro picture editing, but not on dating apps. Yeah. Like, if you're posting that shit on Instagram, girlies, go off. Get it. But, if again, on, like, Hinge, I'm like, you got to keep that shit natural yeah i mean like maybe like the brightness or something like oh very yeah minor, like, like but no face tuning like actual no photo editing i mean like yeah. don't make the bridge of your nose smaller <laughs> is it have you noticed on this beauty f- hang on this pisses me off yeah i feel like first of all one thing that a lot of people have in common is that they don't like their nose sure like i know a lot of people who are like i want yeah. a nose job There's- i'm one of them <laughs> like your nose everyone says that i mean not everyone says they like my nose everyone who says they don't like their nose everyone goes everyone nice else. to meet you i like your nose yes that's the first thing people notice about me <laughs> they nose discs um no i'm sorry that was so so dumb but i loved it yes the first thing that they notice about me is my nose um 
of what hair the fuck I was like, oh, <laughs> a lot of people don't like their noses, right? So I have noticed mm-hmm. on those beauty filters, on TikTok, on Snapchat, Snapchat. the 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 main thing that they do is shrink the size of your nose. Yeah, they make them super, and your eyes get big, and your nose gets tiny. And yeah, like your face gets smaller, and then you just end up looking like <laughs> a doll. A, yeah, like I, I stare at them sometimes. I stare at myself in them, and then I flip back and forth to like no filter beauty filter, and I just try to assess what changes it's making, mm-hmm. and I'm like. Wait, I kind of like the way I look in the beauty filter. Obviously, it's beauty filter. But then I'm like, why do I like it? And I try to switch back and forth between them. And I'm like, oh, because it gave me a cute-ass little button nose like yours. Thank you. Dumb bitch. Sorry. Hannah has a perfect nose. Everyone go compliment her nose. Thank you. Um, but I also will notice that sometimes it shrinks your nose a lot. Yeah. And then it looks stupid. And I'm like, who thought this was a good idea? I don't know. I also think those are really obvious when people use them. I used to use one on Snapchat that I loved like religiously. And if you are friends with me on my private story, you probably remember my COVID era of like strictly recording in it. Oh, yeah. And I saw a video, like a memory of myself from that era this morning, actually. And I was like, I look so bad. Why did I think this looked good? I thought you looked good. But I'm... I'll, sh- I'll pull it up after okay. the episode. Can you like, post it on our social? <laughs> yeah. Like, you can see that it's just not me. Yeah, oh, yeah. I'd be like, this is you filtered. But, like, in the moment, I never was like, this is oh, heavily I think filtered. There's one, there, there's one in particular where, like, I just feel like maybe I had a lot of makeup on, too. Oh. So it looks, like, mad fake. <laughs> and I'm just like, why did I post this for the world to see? I mean, it was always, like, obvious that you were using a filter, but not, like, a bad filter. Yeah. So, I don't know. In the it, moment, though, who's to say it was COVID? My brain was fucked. And it still is. Yeah. And that Snapchat filter is, like, a key part of my identity, as was the one that's, like, kind of purple-hued, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm, that, like, everyone mm-hmm. used. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, one of my go-to ones was a, a way back when they mm-hmm. started doing filters. And it wasn't the flower crown one, but it was, like, the gold like oh. goddessy one yeah and it edited your face just so just perfect and your skin texture was gone and you mm. got a really pretty crown and there skin was like texture no <gasps> this oh, woman I'm... has wrinkles murder um speaking yeah. of wrinkles i hung out with like <laughs> 23 year old girls this weekend oh. it was so scary oh, no. it was really scary um they were nice and fine like truly i have nothing bad to say about their personalities except for the fact that i felt so old and it wasn't their fault obviously Mm -hmm. they were like friends of friends of friends no i think it's intentional what that they made me feel old yeah yeah um but i just like get so self-conscious i'm like do you think i look old yeah what i'm like is my outfit not cool enough like it really really got to me so did going out on blackout wednesday Oh, yeah, your favorite holiday. My favorite holiday. I got to experience it in College Park, Maryland. Oh, my God. Yeehaw. Um, (laughs) I went out with Lucy and her boyfriend, Nick, and some of um, his friends from Maryland, and um, I thought that maybe going out in a college town on Blackout Wednesday would be okay because you might think that the college kids go home. Mm Mm-hmm. And they said that that it was kind of like an older crowd last year, so maybe we're just, like, suddenly aged, like, 30 years and one. But all, like, everyone was so, like, infantile looking. Like, so young. That's tough. Like, 
I'm like, you must be using a fake ID. Like some, it was just so crazy. You know so what crazy. some of them probably were. Oh, I'm sure some of them were. I'm sure most of them were. Yeah. But me and Lucy just sat there and we were like, oh my God, we have got to get out of here. Ugh. And it like made it not fun because I felt so old. That's... And I felt, I was like, what are you guys talking about? Like, where'd you get your shirt? What, the girls will understand this. I'm like, what is the cool sneaker of the season? Oh, I want to know the slang. Yeah. I want to yeah. know what you can't say anymore. Yeah, what you can't say, what, what like, you can say. Like, what are the cool words that they're using now? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it was interesting, though. I didn't identify one single cool sneaker. There was a gamut. I saw some okay. Adidas. I saw some Converse. Lots of Vans. Mm-hmm. I was like, Vans, Vans are making a comeback. Vans are making a comeback mm-hmm. in the cool girl world. Yeah, I've noticed I've noticed a lot of vans wherever I go now too and I'm like this didn't used to be a thing. I know. Stop appropriating our culture. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what was the cool girl sneaker when you were in college? Like what's the first oh, cool girl sneaker you remember? I don't know if it's a cool girl but I remember what all the girls were wearing. What was it? It was a white Converse. Okay, yeah. Low top white Converse. Uh and high. They're okay. both. I I had I remember a lot of high top. Yeah. I remember white Converse like taking over chapel hill north carolina's sorority scene yeah like, it by was, storm it was a lot because them they would always wear them tailgating and then it would be muddy mm-hmm. and then big like, man i have to clean my covers i was like that's crazy because <laughs> yeah. um for those who don't know i have a wide foot so i can't wear converse mm. so i could never be a cool kid um, but I did get, I wore a lot of Keds yeah. in college. I always feel like Keds are so narrow, which is so interesting. They make wide. Oh, mm-hmm. nice. So I'm a seven wide in Keds. Yeah. Do you want to know who still goes out in white high top Converse every weekend? You. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. Yeah. I've fallen victim to a lot of cool girl sneaker trends. I am. Um, I've always liked Adidas. Yeah. And I used to have a pair. I remember having a, my first pair that I really loved was like in fifth grade white and the stripes were like a very light lavender beautiful kind of sparkly like the original superstar yeah I think so yeah and so then when I was in college I was like I I had my kids and I had a pair of like slip-on bands but I was like I want like sneakers I like yeah so I got a pair of Adidas Neo and so it didn't have like all of the stitching on it that like right. the, the front weren't as hard plastic yeah I it was like those. soft and yeah s- and like just like a classic look I have with those the black stripe yeah I have those in all white actually mm-hmm. and I keep them at home at my parents house for like a backup white sneaker when I go home yeah and yeah. I really loved those um and now I have a pair of adidas that are uh, a collab with someone I forget but they're like a neon orange and I then the those. back has like the be- black around the inside looks like it's dripping out the back yeah those are yeah. cool those are my cool sneakers right now. I've um, been loving my Sambas. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm an indoor soccer player now. It's crazy. Yeah. You're so athletic. <laughs> it's like you buy the shoes, then it's just like suddenly you have the I jersey you and have, everything in the mail. I heard you have all these knee and ankle problems because you're a professional soccer player. It, and that's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What you're hearing is true. Yeah. Um, I did fall victim to the Fila um, trend a couple years ago, the really big dino stompers. Yeah. And every once in a while... I like them again, and I want to mm-hmm. wear them, like, to Echo Stage. Yeah, I have a pair of bright yellow ones. Yeah. And I like wearing them as, like, a fun bit. What are they called? A... I'm, I'm blanking on the name. I don't know, because I don't know if mine were the same ones as yours, but they are very big and chunky. All I can think of is Dino Stomper. Yeah, that's not Yeah, the but that's not the actual name. That's just what all the misogynistic men used to call them when they would see Ooh, them out. Why are you wearing those? So I can step on your face, Edward. Grow up. <laughs> Edward? 
We were sticking on the Twilight trend. Oh or my is God, that we from can. something? I was just thinking of like a white man. Oh, I would think more of like a Chad for that. I know, but we always use a Chad and a Brad, and I wanted to switch it up. Edward sounds very like old money. And he would pay me a lot of money to step on his face. I'm sure he would. Man, Edward, yeah. if you're out there, hit a girl up. Yeah, do you think Edward would gaslight you? I don't know. Maybe not. If I'm the, if he's paying me to step on his face. Um, this is kind of reminding me of something we talked about recently. Okay. And how much I hate the idea of role playing in the wild. Oh my god. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, okay, I know we're getting into the holiday season here and I just watched Four Christmases in preparation. Mhm. For those of you who haven't seen it to spoil the very first scene for you. It starts with the main couple role playing in like a bar. And by role playing, I mean literally like she's acting as a woman named Daphne who's not interested in this guy who's hitting on her. And then he gets his confidence up and is like, don't walk away from me, bitch. And then she's like, oh, that's so hot. And then they like have sex in the bathroom. It's like the first five minutes of the movie. So I'm not spoiling anything, but it really makes me uncomfortable. Yeah. And I'm just like. I, not to kink shame, but to kink shame, like, I just am not into that. I'm like, I don't want to be like, okay, babe, we're going into this restaurant. I'm going to be named, like, Ellen, and you're going to be Dan, and we're going to be, like, stepbrother. Like, it's just weird. No, (laughs) Ellen, that's not what I said. Yeah, I'm like, what's the kink? Like, were you a theater kid? Maybe. Did you want to be a theater kid and now this is you, you taking know, out your acting passion? You know what it could be? What? They got married and moved to the suburbs and didn't get to live out their full potential so they have to role play the life they wish they had. Yeah. Hell yeah. That's probably what it is. There's someone out there who's probably done a lot of research on that. I think going <laughs> in like a restaurant or something as a bit is funny, like kind of ironically. I don't think I could do it in a way that's like, this is turning me on. I think it'd right. be like, it would be so funny to go in and be like, where, whatever. Yeah. And then like, just go with the whole night. Like, cause like, I like to do it with yeah. the girlfriends too. Yeah. Like, we've oh, like, let's pretend like we have different names or something. I've been an Australian exchange student a time or two. Exactly. Yeah. And I've convinced people that my name wasn't my name. Right. And then when they fe- when then when we became friends, I was like, I have something to do. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Shit, I'm sorry, but I'm not like that. Doesn't like that doesn't do turn it for me, me. No, no, I think it's a fun bonding experience, regardless who you're with. I don't know, but it's man. not going to put me in heat. It. Re- <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely not. We're never going to say that ever again. Oh yeah, I don't know. It, that that scene, it sticks with me. Like, I will keep waking up and I'm like, you know that TikTok where it's just like, and you like twitch yes. at the sound? That's what I think of when I think of that. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. Uh, well, speaking of the holiday and holiday uh, movies, let's talk about our upcoming holiday traditions. Okay. We've, we've lightly gone over it, but I know we have some. We've gone over, I think, a lot of our friend ones. I don't think we've gotten into any family family chit chat oh yeah your family's huge in the christmas traditions you know we are but ironically this year we ain't doing a damn thing yeah um, my family's italian it's very large and historically on christmas eve we have done the feast of the seven fishes um hosted by my grandma and then taken over by my aunt in like the last decade and my mother does christmas day dinner which is equally as large just not as formal Mm -hmm. um so two like really big back-to-back celebrations but yeah this year we're just doing like a small like cocktail party on the 23rd mm-hmm. with my whole extended family and then we're doing just like your nuclear immediate family on 
Christmas Eve and Christmas Day. So it'll be a little bit of a changing tradition. That's going to be lovely. Yeah. But, you know, the generations are growing. So hosting yeah. everyone at once is becoming increasingly difficult. A lot of little guys. Yeah. There's babies and just like, you know, people wanting to spend more time with their immediate yeah. families. So for sure. Yeah. That's fun. But Any other like nuclear traditions that you're looking forward to? Um, Let me think. We always watch... The original Rudolph on Christmas Eve. Fair. Um, which I absolutely love. And we always open one gift on Christmas Eve. Oh, It's usually, like, one of the, like, nicer things. Okay. Like, when my dad got us those rings, we did that on Christmas Eve. Oh, cute. It's interesting. I don't know where that tradition came from, but it was always, like, something to look forward There's, to. There's, um, I know several families that do that and I think it always is like I don't know I think some of it some of the families it might have been a way to appease the kids if they go to like midnight mass mm. um because you come yeah, home maybe. from mass and you can open a gift before bed or right right before you leave or something that but, was like in our church era so maybe yeah. it was to get us to like behave during church perhaps I don't know but I, I mean you're not sorry you're not unique for doing that yeah I'm not the only one it's crazy yeah what about you um, our Christmases have always been pretty chill. Growing up, my dad's parents lived nearby, so mm-hmm. we would do Christmas morning at our place, and they would come over, and mm-hmm. then, like, my sister and I would open, because my sister and I are the youngest cousins on, like, my dad's side. Got it. So, like, all of my other cousins were in college or something at that point. Yeah. Um, so they would come and watch us open gifts. And then they would leave, and then we would all get ready and go to their house. And my grandma, we would do more presents there with all the cousins and aunts and uncles. Mm-hmm. My grandma would have a huge brunch spread. We oh would my brunch. God. And then um, normally that's pretty much it on Christmas Day. And then maybe later in the day or the next day, we'd go to my mom's parents in Maryland. Nice. And like my cousin over there and stuff like that would meet us. I always envy people who grow up not in Florida on Christmas. Yeah. Because, um, yeah, I'm I as much as I love it, I wake up and it's eighty fucking degrees. Yeah, and I can like go to the pool and look at palm trees. We never had many white Christmases, but always the prospect of having one has been an exciting yeah. part of my life. And like just being chilly and cozy is so much more holiday esque than being sweaty and humid. Yeah, that's yeah. what our Christmases are now. Is we don't have a lot of extended family in the area, so it's yeah nuclear now. I hang out with my parents. We watch TV and make brunch together and sit by the fireplace. And then at some point we go over to my sister and Mm -hmm. brother-in-law's and hang out with them and their dog and open family presents. And then we'll do like Christmas pizza or Christmas nachos. Love. Watch a Christmas story. I'm excited to like experience more of that this year. Yeah. Because of the size of my family and the formality of our celebrations, I have literally never known a peaceful holiday season. Yeah, it's it's life changing because we stay in our PJs all day and That's I drink all day. Incredible. Yeah. Um, this year we decided that we were gonna get the entire family, the nuclear family, the five of us, matching uh, Christmas outfits. So we oh all got um, Costco Kirkland <laughs> sweatpants and sweatshirts that. that have Costco wholesale on it, <laughs> embroidered. So. I want those. Yeah. We're going to wear our comfies on Christmas. Yeah. My original Christmas Eves used to start, like, we would have to be somewhere by noon. So we would be at my, like, family friend's house at noon for, that means, like, as a woman, what you're starting to get ready at 1030. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. So starting to get ready, let's say, by 10, 1030, then leaving the house at 1130 at our family friend's house at 12 for, like, 
a glass of champagne and like a charcuterie board, whatever, oh some God. appetizer. Then we would go to church from two to like three thirty. Then we would drive an hour to my grandmother's house, get there around four thirty, and then we would do the whole Christmas Eve dinner and get home at like midnight. Damn. So it was like a 12-hour Christmas Eve, and then we basically woke up the next day and did it all over again. There was a period of time when we would go to my aunt's on Christmas Eve local. Yeah. And then when all of the kids and stuff moved away, and it was my sister and I, we would go to our like best family friend neighbor's house because they yeah. live right down the street. And we'd do that on Christmas, but a lot of the times they would go to midnight mass. So mm-hmm. we'd just be there until like... You know, they would leave for church and then we'd all like go home. Yeah. Only my sister and her husband go to midnight mass. The rest of my family. Does. Yeah. I mean, we're not a religious family, yeah. so but we never really worried about that. So it was just a lot of drinking and eating. But we started more at like the four o'clock range of yeah. like the dinner like food. It was not an all day event. That is exhausting. It was. I remember one year um, I had this pair of Steve Madden. All the millennials are going to like love this. It was Steve Madden gold glitter platform T-strap heels. Oh. Yeah. Like, I probably bought them at TJ Maxx, like DSW. Mm -hmm. And I was in them from noon getting to our family friend's house until we got home at, like, midnight. And I was like, I was just in those heels for 12 hours. That's insane. Yeah, it was crazy. Um, I have a question. What's your favorite appetizer? We were just talking about like hors d'oeuvres and stuff, oh, so now I'm thinking about okay. mine. I'm like a I'm a big dip girl. Same. Oh yeah, when we've had dip parties. Yeah, I mean I love cheese. Cheese is always great. Yeah, but cheese dips, guacamoles, salsas. Mine spinach is spinach. Yeah. yeah, my sister makes a spinach dip that I can't rep- replicate. Mm. My oldest sister is like an amazing cook. Well, my middle sister Chrissy is too, but Melissa is like <laughs> the cook of the family, and she can just kind of be in a kitchen and put something together that tastes like it should be in a Michelin star restaurant like that. Amazing. Um, and her specialty is Italian, obviously, but she makes this spinach dip, not artichoke, just spinach dip. And it is so good every year whenever she brings it to one of our family events. It's like everyone's just congregated around it until it's gone. Oh, wow. But I can't, I can't replicate it. I keep thinking that it's like the brands she buys because mm. she'll be like buy a block of like whatever – Colby Jack cheese Mm -hmm. and I'm like okay well are you buying Publix brand because I'm buying Whole Foods brand and it's gonna be different yeah and I think that's why I can't make it taste perfect but that's my favorite well speaking of siblings and dips this was a very controversial uh topic when my sister and Scott first were together yeah and like living together I love a good controversy um the question is what do you think is the first layer of a seven layer dip the top or the bottom Oh, oh! I don't know. I said my brain went to the to the top to the like sour cream or whatever is on top. Mm-hmm. But then I guess technically the first would be number one, what you're putting directly in the pan, which is refried beans. I think. I think so. Yeah. So that's so Kelly, I'm not sure. Can so, I have a whole week long episode cycle yeah, to you, think you about can it? Think about this. But <laughs> Kelly and Scott would debate this, and it got into a little bit of like a heated, not super heated, but like a joking heated argument. Because hmm. Kelly and I think the same, and Scott thinks I'm not something sure different. I actually know what all seven layers of seven-layer dip are, now that I'm thinking about it. Okay, let's try. It's uh, a refried beans. I'm going to start with the ones I know. These aren't necessarily in order. Refried fair. beans, sour cream, cheese, black olives. Is, is there that a lettuce? layer? Or is... 
I think it's technically a layer. Okay, lettuce and tomato or salsa. So that's six. What's the last? Oh, meat? No. No. Beans, cheese, um, guac, sour cream, salsa, lettuce. Did I say cheese? Yeah, I don't know. Okay, so we've got like around seven. Yeah. If you had to cut two out, which would you cut? I would cut. Counting black olives is a layer. Okay. I would cut the guac and the lettuce. I would Guac? Because I would want guacamole separately. Fair. That's fair. That's a really good assessment, actually. Mm-hmm. And I think it's great in seven-layer dip, but sometimes I want it separate. Weird take. Um, I adore iceberg lettuce. Yeah, I do, too. Just like a good fucking watery crunch. Oh, my God. It's so good. And I like it. This is also weird. No one come for me on no, this. No, I'm about to say something weird, too, after you. I love, like, when... F- <laughs> this is so weird. Audrey hates me for it. I love when food that isn't supposed to be soggy gets soggy. Oh, really? Like, the lettuce in Seven Layer Dip has lost all of its fucking crunch by the time I'm buying it off the Harris Teeter shelf. For sure. Love it. Oh. The same with, like, this a second day, like, hoagie or sub. Oh, what about a second day salad that had iceberg? Second day salad is a little better, but freaks me out only because one of my friends got food poisoning from it once. From the lettuce? You from think? lettuce, like sitting in the refrigerator for oh. too long. And it that gets me, but for some reason I like okay it in a sub or a dip. Yeah. But also in terms of second day sandwiches, um, I talk with my hands so much. That's fine. I'm just like here pointing at Hannah. Um Second, I'm literally sitting on my other hand, so I don't – I'm, like, moving my legs. Second day subs when the bread's a little soggy. Oh, that's good, though. I like a I little soggy. I love when it gets, like, all mayo-y and oily. And you that's just, why like, I like it. oil and vinegar because it gets yeah. a little soggy with Same. a little tang. I love it. Yeah. And a lot of people don't like it. I really like it. Um. Well, for me, the iceberg lettuce, I just yeah. love it with, like – some cheese and like a tortilla yeah. yes so same. easy same yeah love oh it. my god yeah mm. like a bad taco bell taco no more like a wrap oh like a soft wrap mm-hmm. oh why do i do this like a soft wrap because um, you're italiano i know i can actually end with a funny story on that bella we made italiano <laughs> um That's i was at an Twilight. italian restaurant once with my family and i was sitting next to my dad who was wearing a white silk button-down shirt and Bold. we were drinking red wine and our waiter, who is a good friend of ours from like just constantly going to this restaurant in Florida, was telling a joke about how if you ever want an Italian to stop talking, you just have to hold their hands behind their back. And we were like, oh, ha ha, Alfredo, that was so funny. Good joke. He walks away. I start doing literally exactly what I just did, talking with my hands, flicking my wrist, just like being animated. My dad's red wine glass is sitting directly to my right. And I just whack it and it goes literally all over him from the crown of his head to his waistline (laughs) in red wine in this white silk shirt. And it was like so bad that it was actually hilarious and he wasn't mad at me. Yeah. Because of the timing of the joke and the surface area I covered. Yeah. But I think about that all the time when I'm talking and I'm just like, I don't know why I like Mr. Milne's wearing a white silk shirt to eat probably something with red sauce oh, and yeah. drink red wine, which I know he loves. And like the biggest point of contention in my parents' relationship growing up is that my dad would stain every single article of clothing that he bought. <laughs> and my mother was always the one doing the laundering. Mm-hmm. And 
would just be like, oh my gosh, I'm going to have to like soak this for like three years just to get the stupid tomato sauce out. Oh, men. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. We were pretty light on the hatred of men on this episode. Yeah. You know, we're just getting back into things yeah, after a week off. It's been a while. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Yeah. <laughs> to the men listening. Um, Tune in next week. <laughs> yeah. Maybe don't. Yeah. Or not. We'll see. All right. Well, uh, thanks for hanging out with us. Give this us a follow. Fun. Like, uh, subscribe. Rate, rate. Review. Yeah. All yeah. The- tell a friend. Tell your mailman. Yeah. I love mailmen. Yeah. They're the best. Mail carriers, I guess. Letter carrier. Who's to say? All right. Well, I hope you enjoyed episode 11. See you next week, stupid idiots. Bye. Bye.